Good morning. Coming to you from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios. Welcome to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm your host, Teresa Watkins. Good morning, Lizzie. How are you this morning? I am doing stupendous. We don't have to worry about tornadoes at this moment. I don't know. I don't want to just throw that out there and be like, oh, don't worry about it because always keep an eye on the weather. However, today looks like it's going to be a halfway decent day. Beautiful day. I'm going to be talking about that. Lizzie is our producer and she takes all of your phone calls and I handle the text messages. And so we're going to have a great day today. We've got a good show coming up for you. And uh, the weather, like Lizzie mentioned, we're going to get a little cold front coming through Mm -hmm. tonight. And, you know, yesterday was 91 degrees in Orlando. Well, it was funny because my niece's vehicle, which is a West Coast vehicle, I must say, um, I got into it yesterday and it said it was 104 degrees. And I looked at it and I said, there is no way it's 104 degrees. So, of course, I checked my own temperature on my phone. And as we started going, the temperature started going down. So I don't understand (laughs) why it said it was 104 yesterday. I'm not technical. I don't know. But but 90s for March is unusual. True. So the average temperature this time of the year is like 79 degrees. And so we're a little bit high, but that cold front's going to come through and bring us some 80s and 70s for or uh, for central and south florida mm-hmm. and then up north florida it's going to be in the 60s and 70s so. not going to not going to complain not nope, going to it's complain. gorgeous it's gorgeous and we need the rain so that's going to be good but speaking of rain we had our daylight savings time and that's when we get to you know uh move our clocks up ahead uh one hour so i'm it's kind of like 4 30 or or six 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 o'clock right now in my body, in my system. Right. But we can also move up our uh, irrigation. What I'm going to ask is that if you have been watering once a week for the last three to four months, there's no reason to turn your irrigation timer up to two times a week right now. If it is, you know, if your grass and your garden, your landscape is growing on one time a week, that's all we need. I was going to say, because prior to, I would say, two weeks ago, I would have been like, yeah, if we hadn't gotten all the rain we've gotten in these last week, week and a half to two weeks, yeah, I would be like, yeah, go ahead and up it, but no, no. No, it's not. We we Mm-mm. don't even really need to turn our irrigation systems on when we're getting rain every three to four days. True. So, you know, just, just kind of, you know, look at your, your landscape, your yard, and is there a reason why to turn the irrigation system, you know, on more? No, not really. And so your your lawn and your, your turf should be able to go one week without irrigation. And if it doesn't, it's a spoiled lawn. And <laughs> you've done that yourself, okay? You want to push those roots down deeper, and this is a great time to do it. So uh, today I just want to mention to everyone that Tom is going to be down at Peterson Nursery. And Peterson Nursery is in Lakeland. And he is going to be talking about do's and don'ts of Florida gardening. So, uh, you know, go down there and see Tom. Tell him I said hello. He's going to be there from 10, uh, from 11 o'clock to 12. But you can go down there a little bit earlier. And you can get to Peterson Nursery and Garden Center. It's at 2184 County Road, 540A in Lakeland, Florida. So uh, I've got to get down there. I've got to get the down sales there one they day. have is just incredible. And you know, last week they had the rose sale. They have um, all kinds of programs every every weekend. So check them out if you're in the uh, Lakeland, Winter Haven area, Bartow area. You got to go see them. So this week we celebrated St. Patrick's Day. Did, yes. Did you I, get pinched? Uh, no, because I wore green. There you go. All right, but it was also. St. Gertrude's Day. Oh. And so, you know, on Facebook on Saturdays, we call it Catter Days on Facebook. And you get to post all your cat pictures, all your cat jokes, and, you know, celebrating cats on uh, Catter Day. And so I wanted just to mention that St. Gertrude has the same holiday as St. Patrick. And she is the patron saint of gardeners and travelers and widows and recently deceased people, the sick the poor, the mentally ill, and my family's somewhere in all of that mix. So that's that's wonderful. So people call on St. Gertrude for protection from mice and rats. And so that's why cat lovers love uh, Gertrude, St. Gertrude. So uh, it's it's a fun a holiday. I don't want to mess up on her or to miss up, uh, you know, talking about her. With her gardening, it takes time to plant the crops 
unlike Groundhog Day, when we celebrate St. Gertrude's Day, we are talking about planting our garden. And so her patronage of gardens and herbalists also extends to growers of catmint and catgrass. So you can be sure to call on her. And since uh, there's a prayer to her, I just have to mention this prayer. It's called St. Gertrude of Nivelles. Ask you, I pray, safeguard my kitties this and each day. Defend them from those who might wish them harm. Keep them at home safe from danger and storm. Instill in me wisdom to care for them well. Pray for me, fill me with strength never to yell. And Gertrude, a last thing I beseech from thee, protect my sofa from claws and my carpets from pee. (laughs) Doesn't that just, all about cats. 100%. There you go. 100%. And so uh, that that poem was written by, let me just get who that poem was written by, Dusty Rainbolt. And so he wrote that a few years ago. So I just thought that was important. So um, a big thank you to members of Florida East Coast Bromeliad Society. I spoke uh, to them last week, and they were wonderful. If you love to grow bromeliads, it's a great club to meet other bromeliad fans. You can go to Facebook, Florida East Coast Bromeliad Society. This hour, we're going to have Charlotte Ecker Wiggins. She's the author of the award-winning book, A Beekeeper's Diary, Self-Guide to Beekeeping. She's going to be with us to discuss how you can have your own beehive and start a beekeeper's club. So I'm very excited to talk to her. She has some great resources. Second hour, we have Valerie Anderson. She's the Director of Communication and Programming at Florida Native Plant Society. She's going to be on. Check out our great sponsor, maker of mosquito bits and dunks at summitresponsiblesolutions.com. I'm Teresa Watkins. If it's Saturday morning, you're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens. And this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. Hi, Darcy the Cow here for Black Cow, the mature manure. Planting a sustainable vegetable garden helps to protect the environment, and there's nothing like knowing where your vegetables came from. Black Cow is a natural fertilizer with 10 times more nutrients than garden soil. Everything grows better with Black Cow, you know. That's blackcowkow.com. Black Cow, the mature manure, Black Cow. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. At Rural King, nobody beats our prices on farm and home favorites. Like Livingston Garden Seeds, 10 for 10 bucks. Or 40-pound bags of fertilizer, only $11.99. Or how about our own lawn and garden batteries for just $28.99 a pop? Plus $100 off all Husqvarna riding mowers and zero turns. Stock up on these and all our unbeatable prices at RuralKing.com or your neighborhood Rural King, America's farm and home store. Kids are amazing. And at Florida Kid Care, we think their health care should be amazing too. That's why millions of Florida's kids from birth through the end of age 18 get their health and dental insurance for free or at a low cost. And your child can too. Apply today at floridakidcare.org or 1-888-540-KIDS. That's 1-888-540-5437. Drugs and alcohol have real effects on your ability to drive. In fact, last year more than 800 people died in impaired driving crashes in Florida. DUIs are costly and you will lose your license. You may even face jail time. DUIs will stay on your record for 75 years. Driving while impaired has real consequences. Impairment is no illusion. Never drive impaired. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. Have fungus gnats invaded your potted plants? Control these pests with BTI, the active ingredient in Summit Responsible Solutions, Mosquito Bits. This naturally occurring bacterium kills mosquito larvae, and it also kills fungus gnat larvae in potting soil. Just follow the easy instructions on the label. Mosquito Bits are harmless to people, plants, and wildlife. Summit Mosquito Bits are available at garden centers, hardware stores, and at SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. 
Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-398-0651-800-398-0651-800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. Good morning. Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins, your host, horticulturist, landscape designer. You can find out more about me and on my website, she-consulting.com. I met Charlotte Ecker Wiggins through a great organization for professional garden communicators, Garden.com. Charlotte is a master beekeeper candidate. She's an award-winning author and a master gardener emeritus. And her one-acre Missouri Limestone Hill Garden that sounds like it's hard to, to plant on, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> Where her neighbor said nothing would grow is now a working apiary, a certified wildlife garden, and a monarch way station. She's also a frequent garden speaker and coach. Charlotte's written several beekeeping reference books, and she keeps native and honeybees mostly outdoors. I love that. She keeps mostly outdoors. So good morning, Charlotte. Thank you for joining us this morning. Good morning, Teresa. Good morning, Lizzie. It's delightful to be here. Oh, I'm so happy. I thoroughly enjoyed your books, and I thought, okay, I need to get you on because so many times I think people want to uh, um, to have a garden aspect like beekeeping, and they don't know where to start. So right now in Missouri, uh, are your bees active? What's going on in your uh, with your weather and your garden right now? Well, actually, we are just moving into spring. It's been a little earlier this year than normally in the past years. And when the temperatures are over 40 to 50 degrees, assuming it's not raining, the bees tend to be out. They're taking their cleansing flights. Uh, they are searching for food because flower, flower nectar is flight fuel for bees and the pollen is baby food. So they are starting to increase their numbers and they're starting to forage. So how did you become interested in helping beginner beekeepers? Well, you know, I started in 2010 and when I started, there was nothing out there. There were certainly books, but there were no guides or resources that would help you step by step. And when the University of Missouri Extension Office called me about teaching a beginning class about three years into this, I thought, here's my opportunity to help people have a different experience than I had when I started. I think that's incredible. So over the last decade, I think gardeners in the world has become very aware of how important bees are to our food supply. What are some of the reasons that gardeners should keep a uh, beehive in their garden? Well, actually, I think if you're starting with beekeeping, you start with your native bees because those are easier to manage. They're usually out for a shorter period of time maybe 8, 10, 12 weeks, depending on the flowering season that you have and the kind of bee that you might have. And then you store them away for the rest of the year while they're dormant in their bee house, hopefully in a place where you don't become fodder for birds, right? Right. That, that consume bees. And then you start understanding the cycle, how bees are match, nature's matchmakers, helping to increase, increase your yield. Once you get hooked in understanding that, then maybe you want to graduate to keeping actually your own hives. Okay, so that's I, a different experience. Okay, I, I agree. So um, in Florida, though, our bees don't go dormant, so this would be year-round right. uh, uh, like activity? Yeah, it should be. And your native bees, even in Florida, are going to be different bees doing different things because actually it's the native bees that are endangered, not the honeybees. So the more you can do to help your native bees, those bees that may have a relationship with specific native plants, 
that's what you should do as a gardener and as and someone interested in nature. I think that's important. So you mentioned you keep bees mostly outside. I love that. <laughs> I can just imagine you find them on your clothes frequently taking them indoors. Oh. All of the time, all the time, and my cats love chasing them. <laughs> I was fascinated last week, though, on Facebook and a local uh, page uh, that someone posted that they found a swarm, literally hundreds of bees, nesting in a tree on their property, and they wanted to remove them, but they didn't want them killed, and so they were asking for help. So now there were several beekeepers who responded and saying that the bees were just resting and that they would be gone in a short period. And sure enough, right. Charlotte, the native, wild native bees were gone 24 hours later, and they were just resting. What would you tell right. gardeners that are afraid of bees to reassure them that they're not aggressive? Well, if you are close to their home, just like our houses, bees will protect their, their home environment. They'll protect their hive. When they're away from the hive, though, there's nothing that makes them defensive. Oh. With the exception of, of fast, you know, fast movements or blowing on them, anything that you might do that would antagonize them. Mm-hmm. So if they're just flying around your garden and you're not trying to poke at them, they're going to be fine. A lot of times what happens is that wasps, a cousin of bees, will sting somebody repeatedly, and they will confuse that for a bee. A bee will sting you once and then die. So they're not going to go around just stinging for stinging's sake. They're going to do it because they, they, they feel they have to defend their home. Okay. So now I have Ron from Castleberry. He has a question. Can you answer a question from him? Sure. Okay, wonderful. Good morning, Ron. What's your question for Charlotte? Is Ron there? Uh, six, six or eight beehives. And in the last two years, uh, another group of bees have come in, and uh, they're ornery as heck. They hunt you. They seek you out. They, they fly around the yard like jet planes, you know, like uh, UFOs. They zigzag. They fly very, very fast. And the, the regular honeybees, I can go out and trim my uh, uh, different flowers or shrubs and they're very gentle. I'll just shake it like powder puffs. I'll shake it and they'll jump off. They'll fly off. But these guys, they will chase you around the house and in the garage. Okay, so Ron, what is your question? My question is, how do I get rid of them, or how does he get rid of them? Charlotte. Well, you have to find their home where where they may be coming out of. And remember that bees can fly within two to five miles of where their home hive or home colony is. But that's probably the most important part of it is try to locate where they're coming from. Yeah, that's a, that's a good thing. Okay, Ron, right. th- thank you right. so much for your question. Thank you. Uh, so, um, Charlotte, what important questions should someone ask before they become a beekeeper? Well, I think maybe the most important thing and that's a challenge for some people, is that when you're a beekeeper, you are now on bee time. You are not telling the bees what you're going to do or when you're going to go on vacation. They're telling you when they need help in the hive or when they need additional space in the hive. And so you have to, your life has to be scheduled around their needs. Okay. The second thing is to be a successful beekeeper, especially today, is that you need to invest in your own education. And that means going to club meetings, that means going to conferences, that means reading, that means understanding that something you see on YouTube is not maybe maybe correct for where you're located. So there's a huge learning curve in beekeeping. And then probably the third thing is that this is not an inexpensive hobby. So you need to be able to invest in the tools and the equipment that you need to be successful. I thought your books were excellent for uh, just someone who doesn't even know anything about bees to start off. And so tell us about your 2021 award-winning book, A Beekeeper's Diary, Self-Guide to Beekeeping. It's already in the second edition. It is. Well, you know, you can get a lot of books out there that talk about the biology. There are a lot of research labs that have provided some really excellent information but when I first read one of the, the most recommended beginning beekeeping books, I read it. I was so excited. And then I said to myself, now what? Well, my book answers that question. It has the beginning information that you need 
but it also has, which provides the context for why you then have a guide telling you these are things you have to consider. I think there's like 14 decisions you have to make just in where you're going to locate a hive in your backyard. Well, you might go to a class. You might pick that up from something that you see online. But then when you're sitting in there and looking at your backyard, you forget what you need to consider. So my book has that checklist that says these are the things you need to think about and these are the things that, that you need to consider when placing a hive. So you have and a then, calendars in your book and checklist? I do. Well, so your first year of beekeeping we call the honeymoon period because you're only having your bees, depending on where you are in the country, you know, for a very short period of time. You're all excited. You're very focused on where what you're doing. By the second year, your bees have become established. They become more defensive because they now have a home, and your beekeeping experience changes. So I have two calendars to reflect that, your first year and then your second year. And then the, the most important part that we forget as beekeepers is today we're actually keeping two bugs in the hives. We're keeping our honeybees, but we're also keeping varroa mites. We want varroa mite numbers to be low. We want honeybee numbers to be high. And so there's a very helpful, I think, pest and disease section that talks about what kinds of insects that are unwanted in your hive and what to do about that. Oh, that sounds important information to know. So now you have two books, A Beekeeper's Diary, Self-Guide to Beekeeping, and Bee Club Basics, How to Start a Beekeeping Club. And where can um, our listeners find that information? Sure. Well, my website call is called bluebirdgardens.com. And they can get the books, autograph books there. The books are also available on Amazon or any other bookstores that you like to frequent. And then if they're interested in, in, in honeybee uh, information, beekeeping information, I have a blog called homesweetbees.com. And I also have a blog called Gardening Charlotte, which has specific tips on gardening in the Midwest, USDA Hardiness Zone 5, Heat Zone 8. And you have a third book coming out. Would you come on when uh, it's published and, and tell us about that one, too? Oh, I would love to. It's called Bees Need Flowers, Planting for Pollinators. And again, a third reference book in this series. Queen Begonia makes a return visit appearance on the cover. And it's to help people understand what they have to do in their garden to be able to give their bees healthy food. Thank you so much, Charlotte, for writing a fun and informative book on such an important worldwide pollinating species. It's important. Uh, I certainly appreciate it. And I'm going to post your links and your uh, book on our Better Lawns and Gardens Facebook page for everyone. So thank you so much for joining me this morning. Oh, Teresa, thank you. It's been fun. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much. We're going to take a break right now. It's the perfect time to call or text your gardening question. So you can just dial one triple eight four five lawns, or you can uh, it's that's one triple eight four five five two nine six seven, or you can text three six eight zero. Lizzie, can you imagine just starting a beekeeper club? Nope, not at all. I, well, <laughs> but I think for you know Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts or high schools. I love that though. I yeah, love that. Doesn't that sound like a fun opportunity? Yes. Okay. Well, I'm going to be posting that on Facebook and on my blog, so you can get that. I'm Teresa Watkins. You're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios. This is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. 
That's 802-341-4542. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651-800-398-0651-800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-432-3916. 800-432-3916. That's 800-432-3916. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline Travel Hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes and you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, you might be eligible for a CGM through your insurance benefits. U.S. Med partners with over 500 private insurance companies companies and Medicare. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill your insurance. Call us today for a free benefits check. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins, a horticulturist, landscape designer, and garden author. Had a lot of interest in that, uh, our last interview with uh, Charlotte Ecker Wiggins. You can go on to her website, gardeningcharlotte.com, and that's Charlotte, C H A R L O T T E, two T's, gardeningcharlotte.com, and get her books. And also, you can email her and ask her questions. I've got a lot of questions that, that came up during that uh, uh, interview. Interesting, huh? It's very interesting. And I have a, a former classmate of mine, and uh, she is just dove headfirst into beekeeping, having her own bees, going to like the little 
B colleges that they have. Like, and it's so funny because I saw her post that she now has to go around with an EpiPen because I guess she's allergic. <laughs> oh, she found out she was allergic. Oh yes. my! And so, but she's still, you know, she's still going forward. She's like, I love bees; they're the best thing in the world, they're the best thing for us. And I'm just like, so I follow her saga almost every day. But yeah, yeah. Well, it's 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 interesting to to realize that people say, you know, you got we've got to protect the honeybees, but they're not native to North America. Honeybees are not native, and we have. Uh, over, I would say, 30 to 40 different types of uh, bees native to our country mm. that we're even more, um, you know, that they're even more endangered. What? Yeah. Oh, we've been lied to all of these years. <laughs> so it, it's very interesting. Uh, I want to mention that if you do have a question, you can uh, go to Charlotte Ecker Wiggins' uh, webpage, and that's gardeningcharlotte.com. Thank you so much for that. That was interesting. So uh, today, you get to see Tom McCubbin. If you go to the Peterson Nursery and Garden Center, he is going to be there from 11 to noon today, and he's going to lecture on do's and don'ts for Florida gardening. So you can go to East County Road, uh, 2184 East County Road, 540A, Lakeland, Florida, and they are open from 830 till 5 p.m., Monday through Saturday, and they're closed on Sunday. Hmm. So that is great. So Jim in North Florida, he is going to be busy today. Uh, the rain came through uh, yesterday or last night, and he has gotten mushroom compost for his entire garden, and he's got a big one. And so he has got to spread it out today, which will be lots of fun. And uh, he has his cucumbers growing, squash, zucchinis planted, and now he's going to be planting his tomatoes, peppers, and eggplants. So uh, he is hoping for dry weather. Love that. Yeah. So he's doing good. So what should you be doing in your garden this month? If you want, you can give me a call and I can tell you directly. one 45 lawns That's 888-455-2967. And you can give us a call or you can text us at 23680. We'd love to talk to you. And so in the landscape right now, we went through a lot of um, cold weather over the last couple of days that were really kind of, we weren't anticipating them. So it, the cold weather, I've been going around taking pictures of all the palms and shrubs uh, and tropical plants that ha- were damaged during the uh, freeze. So it's damaged a lot. you got to prune them. Don't leave it for April, May, or June because your new growth is going to be starting and it's going to come around those uh, already frozen and brown leaves and fronds, and they're going to be more difficult to contain so uh, or to, to maintain. So you want to clear all your perennial plantings. Go ahead and cut your plants back now. You can cut everything that you have by a third, and it's not going to damage anything, all right? But if you've got new plants that have only been established a couple of years, you don't want to take them down by more than a third. But if you have older plants that have been around, shrubs that have been around 20, 30 years, they've been in the ground a long time, you can cut them down a little bit more. But just go by a third and you'll be just fine. All right. So those that have done the proper verbiage, which I'm going to get wrong, where you do the little pods where you pre-grow the seed. Right. Okay. After having this cold front this last week, I mean, I feel like people are going, okay, I'm walking out to the garden with it. Ah, no, it's cold. Okay, let me take it back in. So what <laughs> what should people do? Well, we're not going to get any more freezes. Now, I know I said that sure. before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know we said that before, but usually the last freeze we have is March uh, 15th. Okay. Okay, so we're not going to, it's 91 degrees now. Anything that's growing is not going to be damaged. We're not going to have a severe freeze going forward okay okay because spring is here okay in florida and so we're not going to have that so go ahead and tiptoe them out to the garden <laughs> and plant them and they will be just fine i literally can just see people go okay oh, here we go with our little basket and we're fixing to put them out and it's like whoa was a chill in the air it's like so and they just turn around and go back but I, I i we um picked up our granddaughter yesterday and she had this big sweat shirt a jacket on with the hood and i said aren't you hot she goes no grammy I feel good. I love my shirt. I said, okay. But I, I just yeah. was looking at her. I'm going, okay, I can see the sweat pouring off me, you know, <laughs> with that big jacket. So she is just so cute. Uh, so 
so make sure you cut back your ornamental grasses, anything that was damaged by the freeze, your heliconias, your bananas. Bananas got really wiped out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they, they're so... And uh, and then you can control any time of the year. You can trim your shrubs, your trees, your plants. Uh, if they're going growing wonky, mm-hmm. you know, sideways or there's not good air circulation, you can cut those branches back anytime. Uh, so... Um, for your azaleas and all your spring blooming hydrangeas, plants that bloom in the springtime, wait till they finish blooming and then cut them back. Oh, okay. okay, so so that's a really good rule of thumb. If you need to take down azaleas, sometimes they get a little tall. Uh, you know, azaleas can get 8 to 10 feet tall. Take them down by a third after they finish blooming this year. And then next year you take them down by a third again and they'll be at the right height. Oh, that's good. Don't be afraid to cut your plants. Except if it's at the wrong time of year. (laughs) (laughs) Except for when Teresa says, hey, no more freezes. And then the next week we get a freeze. You had to bring that up, didn't you? You're welcome. (laughs) Crepe myrtles. Do not cut your crepe myrtles back so many times. I'm just seeing it all over and just seeing that. So uh, you don't necessarily want to do that. You can give me a call, 1-888-455-LAWNS-2967. Or you can text me at 23680. Uh, You can... Complete cutting your back, your palm trees that have brown fronds. Do not cut them back if they're green. You can trim back your bush-type roses, and then you can prune your climbers after the spring bloom. And then also I saw pineapples growing in a garden. Really? They're starting to come out. The pineapples are. You can feed all your fruit-bearing trees, shrubs, and vines at this time. And then you want to maintain your citrus tree vigor so that it doesn't decline with uh, citrus greening. You can apply a minor nutrient spray to citrus trees, each flush of new growth. You're going to want to do that. You can control Asian psyllids with a citrus insecticide. Read the labels. I'm Teresa Watkins. You're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios. This is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Hi, Darcy the Cow here for Black Cow, the mature manure. Planting a sustainable vegetable garden helps to protect the environment, and there's nothing like knowing where your vegetables came from. Black Cow is a natural fertilizer with 10 times more nutrients than garden soil. Everything grows better with Black Cow, you know. That's blackcowkow.com. Black Cow, the mature manure, Black Cow. Looking to make your garden fresh and new this spring? Quality Green Specialists in DeLand has what you're looking for. Fancy shrubs, large trees like magnolias and hollies, beautiful flowers like supertunias and azaleas, olives, citrus, peaches, blueberries, vegetables and herbs too. Enjoy gardening at its best. Select from our quality fertilizers and organics like azomite. Great plants, sustainable products. Friendly expert advice. 335 West Michigan Avenue, DeLand and online at qualitygreenspecialist.com. Before we left the hospital, my daughter received her newborn hearing screening. It only took a couple of minutes, and it was a painless test. When our son was born, the doctors tested his heart and found out his blood oxygen levels were low. As a dad, nothing is more important than your child's health. It was that initial screening that led to her early identification of hearing loss. And as a result, we found out about our baby's rare condition, which allowed us to review treatment options quickly. Go to floridanewbornscreening.com to learn more. Have fungus gnats invaded your potted plants? 
Control these pests with BTI, the active ingredient in Summit Responsible Solutions, Mosquito Bits. This naturally occurring bacterium kills mosquito larvae, and it also kills fungus gnat larvae in potting soil. Just follow the easy instructions on the label. Mosquito Bits are harmless to people, plants, and wildlife. Summit Mosquito Bits are available at garden centers, hardware stores, and at SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance call right now and learn for free how to get it listen affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away so give us a shout right now 800-398-0651 800-398-0651 that's 800-398-0651 Good morning. Welcome to Better Lawns and Gardens. If you miss any of our Better Lawns and Gardens shows, you can go to the website, betterlawns.com, or you can see all the topics I've discussed and download the podcast free of charge on audioboom.com. Audioboom.com and just search for Better Lawns and Gardens and I'm there. You can find all about it. So I have a great question. Somebody just planted a Robolini palm. I think that's what they were saying. And is there any special care required initially? Watering mulch, is pine bark okay, etc.? Thank you for your advice. Well, thank you for listening to Better Lawns and Gardens and texting me. And so you want to plant your uh, robolini in a full sun location, of course. And no special care is needed. You want to water it in really well when you plant it. But then palm trees don't need a lot of water. So I would say as long as it gets twice a week watering, you want to be consistent on using palm fertilizer, slow-release palm fertilizer, and then uh, just uh, just enjoy it. It doesn't need a lot of special care, so uh, it's a really good uh, thing. Robolinis, ugh. Aren't the, don't those have thorns and they make you, they poison you or when they, st- <laughs> I don't remember, when we used to own a landscape company and my husband would come home, he's like, baby, he's like, I had to plant robolinis. He's like, and look at my hand, I don't know. Yeah, no, they do have thorns on them, so you want to keep those under control. You just want to keep them trimmed up a little bit carefully. Okay. You know, the trunk, and, uh, you know, don't stick them, but, uh, yeah, they can they can be a little annoying. No playing hot potato with them. No playing hot potato Got with it. them. Don't climb them. Don't tell your tre- your kids to climb them. Unless you don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so uh, what else can you be doing right now? Uh, you can wash and dust your plants from indoor plant foliage. Take care of your house plants, and this is a good time of the year to go ahead and uh, use a mild soapy solution and just uh, you know wipe down the leaves, and they'll appreciate that. You can also move your orchids outdoors now uh, to a bright area and or underneath your tree, and you want to begin every other week feedings. And uh, just a few weeks ago on our um, the website Home Garden Homestead, our good friend Randy Schultz. If you will go to their website, homegardenhomestead.com, you can uh, read my article on designing a landscape, pool landscape with orchids. So let's go to uh, Tallahassee. Good morning. Hello. Hello. Good morning. This is Beverly. Hi. Oh, hi, Beverly. How are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm just fine. How are you? I'm good. You're, I, I have my computer and it's blocked the gray area. It doesn't say Beverly on there. I've got a gray area. So how are you this morning? Well, I, I'm, I'm kind of t- laughing about Jim in North Florida. I'm, I wonder where in North Florida he lives because it started raining yesterday about 6 p.m. And I mean cats and dogs for till 11, 1 in the morning, and it's still raining. And it's broadcast 80% chance of rain today. Wow. So, 
so if he's putting out compost, he's going to have a backache when he gets done. <laughs> it's going to be heavy, isn't it? Yeah, uh, it's so- be, it's, it's, we, I'd say we got about six inches of, from last night. <gasps> That's incredible. You know, and- I cannot believe how much rain we've gotten over the last two and a half weeks. Uh, it's literally been over 10 inches, and uh, not in all areas. I know South Florida's not getting that much. Uh, Central Florida is getting t- about you know six to eight inches, but North Florida, you're getting a lot of rain. Well, we we need it. It's it's been pretty dry, but I mean it was gusting. It was like boy, are th- is something going to come right through the windows or what? Well, you they know? didn't they have tornadoes it, last night through Alabama? Yeah, it, it was, I believe it. It was incredibly windy, and like I say, it's still raining, fixing to start again. But um, bless his heart. I hope he. I hope if <laughs> good he intentions gardener, there. Well, we'll have to just, we'll have to hear how Jim does. And so yeah, good okay. intentions. All right. So okay. what are, what kind of birds are you seeing in your uh, yard garden? Well, the the gold, you know the regular the regulars, but the goldfinches are really um. You know they're packing up. They're they're eat, eating a lot right now because I guess they're getting ready to move. And and the hummingbirds will be coming pretty soon too. So, uh, you know, it's it, the change of birds is like the change of seasons. Yeah, you know, you're so, so lucky. You have such a beautiful meadow there. If anyone would like to go onto our Facebook page, Better Lawns and Gardens, uh, you can uh, see Beverly's meadow with her birdhouses and uh, just the beautiful flowers on there. Oh, and the amaryllis are coming up. Did I send you that picture? I don't think you did, uh, but I see amaryllis up all over here. In fact, they're just such beautifully uh, colorful plants. So amaryllis are blooming all over Central Florida too. Yeah, ours are just ours are just coming up. They always look like they're sticking their tongues out at me. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? The the flower stalks before they open up. But they're they're just starting to open here. But you know, they they last a long time up here. Well, that is wonderful. Well, you stay dry, Beverly. Have a cup of tea. This is good cup of tea weather, and uh, just enjoy your beautiful view. Yeah, it's a, it's a day for indoor activities. There you go. All right, okay. honey. Nice Take care. Thank you. Nice talking to you. Thank you for calling. Bye bye. I love when our listeners call in to check in. I love whenever they send you pictures of their their the the yard and their atmosphere. I love that. It's it's so interesting and it just brings it closer to home. So if you have a garden or a landscape that you're proud of, and even ones you're not proud of, just call me because you really need help. Then oh, <laughs> okay, I've got some pictures. Hold on. <laughs> and so you can give us a call one triple eight four five five two nine six seven, or you can text me at two three six. Eight zero. That will be great. Uh, I have. A, uh, let's see. Let me. Here's my questions. Okay. So uh, David sent me a question. He said six weeks ago we were having our roof shingles replaced around uh, the roof and or placed on the roof. And about that same time, he noticed that the leaves of one of our four section Robolini palms was being stressed. It was starting to droop. He became involved with the roof project and totally ignored the tree. So the leaves are now wilted and brown. And they uh, called a landscape maintenance company, uh, and it said it could be physical damage, freeze damage, or fatal palm disease. That sounds ominous, doesn't it? Most likely not a nutrient deficiency, considering no other palms are exhibiting symptoms. So he added nutrients to see if it can recover and grow out of the damaged conditions. And he said, what would you suggest to save the palm? Well, David, thank you, one, for emailing and asking your question. It's an important question. And so then I asked him if it was part of a four-headed grouping of uh, Phoenix Robolinis, because you can get them in one, two, three, or four heads on the palm. And if so, where was the grouping? On the outside, uh, the one that that, um, was kind of declining, was it on the outside of the grouping or close in? And so he said that it was on the outside, and only one of the grouping was uh, declining. So I'm going to suggest that that's the one that got hit by the freeze the hardest. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so if it was out there and it was not underneath a roof or canopy and it was just, the other ones survived, but this one didn't. So he may, if it doesn't recover, have to cut it down and cut it out. And so instead of a four-headed 
Robolini. He will now have a three-headed Robolini. Now, how far down does he need to cut it all the way down to yes, the base? I would, yeah, I would cut it down to the base because that it's not going to regrow from that area. So Got once it. the apical tip on the palm is dead from a frost, it's usually not going to recover. So okay. just go ahead and enjoy the, re- the rest of the other three Robolinis. So then another question from DeLand, Angela says, since the last freeze, my 15-foot Schefflera plant suffered from the freeze, should I cut it down? And if so, how much wood should I leave? Will it come back? Well, Schefflera's really don't get woody per se. They are a tropical plant, and so I would cut all the damage off, Angela. And so just keep cutting it down till you see green stems. And once you see the green stems, then I would just leave it and let it, it will, it will recover too as well. Okay. So it's a good thing. So we live in central Florida. They're going to get damaged. Uh, but, you know, unlike palm trees, shefflers will come right back. Now, if something happens and you have that one spot on the plant that's not, that's dead, basically dead, if we don't cut that off, is that going to just totally like throw a wrench in the mix of um, anything else growing? Um, n- yes, that's just never going to recover. So what it's going to do is it's going to die, turn brown, and it's just going to stick out like a sore thumb. Okay. But then eventually it's just going to snap off. Okay. So it's not something that is going to happen immediately. You're just going to look at a brown stem and trunk for a couple of years. All right. So go ahead. A squirrel will snap it off or some, you know, <laughs> or some kind dog. of cord, Or your dog. <laughs> so go ahead and just cut it off and let it flush back out again. Okay. And it'll be fine. So this next weekend, March 26th, Saturday, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., Tom McCubbin and I will be there for the Florida Wildflower and Garden Festival. You can come hear us talk and a lot of other great speakers talking about gardening and learning how to uh, grow plants. That's on West Indian Avenue, downtown DeLand. There's free parking and admission. It's going to be a lovely weekend, a good day to come out and buy plants get plants, and learn about plants. I will be doing a talk about success with wildflowers, how to grow, mow, and bloom. Stay tuned for hour number two, a Florida native and a fierce protector of Florida's delicate and endangered ecosystem, Valerie Anderson, is going to be joining us, and she's going to be telling us about a great event coming up. From Summit Responsible Solutions Studios and SummitResponsibleSolutions.com, I'm Teresa Watkins. If it's Saturday morning, You're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. Nothing's better than taking to Florida's waterways with family and friends. But some boat operators don't realize that bow riding is extremely dangerous. It can lead to tragic accidents if someone falls overboard because of speed or direction changes. Be sure your passengers sit only in manufacturer-designated areas while underway. Their safety is your responsibility. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. 